Well, listeners, welcome back to the Adrian Bird Podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. Uh, AB, again, we had another great insight last week about the run into Christmas and uh, the listings and we've interviewed some star performing agents around the grounds and we've had some really insightful conversations and different pockets and different markets are actually representing different styles of buyer activity and vendor activity. And today's interview is someone that we both acknowledge as one of the rising stars, if not elite performers of our business and continues to blow us away with the success. This agent themselves had their biggest listing month ever last month. Uh, It's none other than from our nation's capital, our favorite, Jess Smith. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's great to uh, to connect with you, Jess, and, and uh, you know, it's terrific hearing that you got some great results on the weekend. Uh, I know you've been with us five years, and uh, the refreshing part of your journey is that you identified very early on five years ago that if you wanted to create scale out of your business and you wanted to provide six-star customer service to all your clients and you didn't want to burn out real quick, that you build an EBU around you. And now you've got two on your team, Jess and Sam. JD. Um, JD yeah, Jess. yeah, Jess hired another Jess, so it got very confusing very early on. <laughs> so uh, the listeners were really fascinated how these EBUs work and um, you, you were, you'd be known as a young gun in the industry, so really you know, some great kudos to you to identify early that an EBU was necessary if you want to be a growth agent and want to gain scale, which you've done. If you could just... Um, qualify your role and their, both of their roles uh, briefly, that'd be great. Yeah, perfect. So um, there's myself, there's JD and there's Sammy. Um, we're a pretty young team. So um, Sammy's been with me for two years now and he's just turned 19 last week. So I've had him from when he was a school ASBA. And then I've got JD who's only turned 21 in June. So same thing. She was with me from when she was about 19. Um, Sammy's role is a junior associate role. Um, he's what we refer to as a blue CSM. He is complete buyer work, um, assisting with pricings of properties, research uh, and database management. That's all he does. Um, He also assists me uh, with every open home that we do as well. And then JD is what we refer to as like a red CSM where she is purely admin based. So she is responsible for all pre-listing paperwork, you know, website management um, and vendor management along with that as well. Um, and then the only thing I do is really, um, you know, list, negotiate and sell. That's that's really it. So um, every sort of other bit is is passed on to them. Perfect, perfect. And just so people get a bit of an understanding, Jess, like if you don't mind me asking your, your age. Oh, sorry, what was that? Sorry, sorry. Just your age? My age, 20, just turned 29. 29, okay, great. And when you put your first a team member on, was that more in the admin marketing side or was it more in that buyer associate side? Uh, it was actually in a buyer associate. I, I um, Chris sort of fell into the team. We teamed up very early. He was green to the industry when he started. Um, but, yeah, we, we took him on originally as, a, as an admin, but I don't think he fell naturally into that space. Um, yeah. So we ended up having a, um, yeah, he ended up taking on more of a buyer specialty role. Okay, and how many transactions per year do you do, do on average? Uh, on average, about 70. 
Seventy, yeah. great. And that equates to what sort of GCI? Um, we wrote, we've written about nine twenty last year and the year before. I think we were different by about four hundred dollars, so almost almost a million bucks. And you have a sweet spot on price point or style of property? Uh, yeah, on average, um, little freestanding homes is or, or villas is what we do. Average price point's about five eighty. Okay. And for those who don't know Canberra market that well, whereabouts are you like? Uh, we're North Canberra, so predominantly new stuff. Um, our oldest houses out here are only about 20 years old. The thing about it, Adrian, that really excites me is the way that Jess is talking. She knows, you can tell there's hyper-local knowledge. Mm. Um, there's a certain level of being um, focused but content with knowing that JD and Sammy do exactly what they're meant to do every single day to allow Jess to really focus on prospect, list and sell property and negotiate with clients. Um, that's kind of where you want to get to and to get it before you turn 30 is pretty a pretty amazing achievement. And we're talking about a volume-based business here. We're not talking about making 14 sales. We're talking about pretty much on an annual basis turning over 70 properties, uh, average selling price about 580. That's a volume-based business. Like we've got to be realistic around it's not just a hit and miss and try and get it right in the next time. This is a structured machine that's done really effectively. Jess, can I ask you, uh, because you're at EBU, how often are you catching up with the team and what are your check-ins like and, and how are you structuring it to really allow you to flourish in each one of the roles that you've got? Yeah, so um, we're really organised. Um, we have a morning meeting every morning. It goes for probably between 20 minutes to half an hour. Um, in that meeting, we run through every single listing we have. At any point, we could be carrying, you know, between 30 and 40 listings at any different stage. Um, we all, and it's the same structure every single morning. We start it um, at the bottom up or what we like to say. So the closest thing are settlements. Um, and we run all the way through to properties that we've just listed um, right through to pipelines um, that we need to go. So that meeting's really organised. We do it as a team. Uh, we simply just talk about the property, what we can do around that, how we can add value, what we need to do, and then we just simply move on to the next one. Um, and it's really good because JD and Sammy both know their roles inside that. So I can simply just mention a property address. JD's like, yep, we need bank details. Or Sammy will say, yep, we need to do something. And then they write that respectively on their own to-do list. And then that's how we build our build our lists for the day of what we need to do. Um, once that meeting's done, we're just sort of on our way and we, we don't really need to check in again and probably till early afternoon just to see how we're all tracking with it all and if anybody needs help. That's brilliant. I'd love so people get a story sequentially, um, Jess, what the touch points are from your team and yourself once you get instructions to, to list a property and therefore sell it. So let's say, for example, I list with you um, and then you've got the marketing campaign and it sells and then the settlement. If you could just talk us through who, who am I exposed to, uh, both from a vendor and a seller's point of view and at what points through your EBU? Yeah, of course. Um, so I do tend to go on most listing appointments on my own. Um, if it's mm -hmm. something Sammy has introduced or he's built a better relationship with them, um, he will definitely come along and, and add to that as well. Um, if mm -hmm. it's just myself, I will. I talk very heavily about the team while I'm there and their roles in that. Um, so what I'll do if we get a listing and I come back and I'll simply advise JD, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith are ready to go ahead. Um, she then just generally gives them a call. She's super excited. Her energy is just as infectious. So she always calls and she's like, 
Mr. and Mrs. Smith, thank you so much. Jess has just let me know the good news. My name's JD. This is what I'm responsible for. And she's straight on the phone. Like I've had some listing appointments where I've driven out of the driveway. I've texted her or given her a call and said, hey, we're good to go. And then she's she's on the phone. Um, and by the time I've got back to the office 15 minutes later, she's booked in there, you know, um, set to sell meeting. She's booked in their building report, their pre-photo inspections. She's done it absolutely everything. Um, we're about to... Working off a checklist. Yeah, she's got that. a really thorough checklist that she works off. Um, she then liaises with them completely for the next two weeks. And that could be around styling, presentation. Um, she, she does, you know, Kmart suggested shopping trips with vendors around judging things up or anything she needs to do. And, and she takes complete pride in that part of the business. Um, she goes to the photo shoots, everything. Pretty much the next time I talk to those clients is about two weeks later, two to three weeks later, um, in when I sit down with them and do their set to sell or their, their price expectations meeting. And that's when we finalise everything. And that's normally the day before we go online. Um, yeah. And Sammy doesn't really have much to do with them until that point either. It's, it's not until we're ready to go and he's like, yep, hey, just want to introduce myself. We're starting for the weekend and then we go from there. Okay. And then at that point, buyers and the vendor, I assume, are exposed to both yourself and Sam during the open for inspection, the vendor feedback, buyer callbacks, private appointments, etc. Correct, yep. Um, and then they do get a constant stream of feedback from JD as well. Um, she sends out all the domain reports, the realestate.com reports to them. She also schedules like uh, their open times with them. So she still maintains this um, really high level of communication from her point around all the administrative things. Um, she checks in with them each week. We change photos and marketing every week. Um, so she'll let them know if she's revamped things. Um, so most, I'd be pretty confident in saying most of our vendors would hear from one of us every day. That's amazing. So I picked up on a couple of things there. One is you said you change your marketing around every week. So that, that's obviously part of a process and a checklist that you've got, which is terrific. Yep. So what I'm assuming is you swap the hero shot, you tweak the wording just to make sure that it remains fresh, yeah? Correct. That's brilliant. Um, the other thing is I picked up on was if I'm the vendor and I don't speak to you for two weeks but I'm speaking to JD, what do you do or say to make sure that I'm not offended by that and don't feel as if you're palming me off? Is there some sort of expectation dialogue that you have at the listing? Um, yeah, I, I let them know. I mean, because JD and Sam's roles are so clear, they're always hearing from them around valuable things for which JD and Sam are going to pass on. Mm. So, for instance, if we're at week three, week four, mm. and the listing's a little bit tired and we're not really getting the traction, mm. uh, it, it's actually better that they get a call from Sam and he's like, just want to let you know I've touched base with X, Y, Z again. You know, that's the sort of feedback they want to hear. Mm. If they're hearing from JD and the listing's a bit tired, once again, it's, um, hey, just want to let you know we've refreshed the marketing, this is what we're doing. Mm. Um, if they hear from me, it's generally around an offer mm. or some really feedback and that's kind of the person they want to hear from in that role so um I mean we've been working like this almost two years and they love it I mean they they hear from us all the time I generally speak with most of my vendors at least three to four times a week anyway so there's never more than a couple of days between when they hear from myself directly Adrian it's interesting and Jess please jump in it's interesting to see the teams that 
have autonomy and allow uh, freedom to really flourish in each one of those roles. You can see the, the vendors actually understand it and really appreciate the extra effort that goes in. That would be an unfair advantage in your market, I would think, Jess, by having a team, a dynamic team like you do, a young team that's out there and consistently delivering results. Is that something that you use at the listing presentation to really make you stand out as opposed to just going in and listing it by yourself and being a solo agent? Oh, 100%. I'm a big believer that we can't do it all as much as agents think we can. <laughs> uh, we can't. I think as an industry, we we tend to think that we're, you know, perfect and amazing at everything. But in fact, we're not. Um, you know, I'm the first to admit, like, um, Sammy's enthusiasm and his buyer follow-up is, is 10 times better than me. Like, he, he makes close to probably 80 to 100 calls a day. And like, he is, he's, I suppose his energy on the phone connecting with someone and, and his passion for wanting to help them find the right place, like that's, I, I can't beat that. And same as JD's, like her passion for wanting to get marketing right and, you know, drone shoots and maybe we could do a video here and maybe we could do this and, oh, I think they need some cushions, even even little stuff like that. She's got the time and the energy to put into that. And it means that nothing's ever rushed um, and that I don't, I think agents can rush through things mm-hmm. and they're so keen to get things on the market that I think we forget the basics around what makes things world-class and um, having them both just make sure that I, I feel like every step of it's world-class in my eyes. Yeah, it's going to be really refreshing, Troy, and just for people to listen to this because the good thing about agency is we speak to different agents like yourself, Jess, and, and you do get different responses and different processes. So a lot of the people we've spoken to, they do quarantine the vendor to towards the team and only have the lead agent speak to the vendor. I really like the fact that all of you are speaking to the vendor, but speaking to the vendor based on what your expertise is. So Sam speaking to him as an expert dealing with buyers, JD speaking to him as an expert with marketing or administration, and you're speaking to them based on your expertise on negotiation. So it's actually really refreshing. And a lot of agents need coaching around this, which is to grow, you've got to let go. Because actually, as I speak this way, I think to myself, wow, as an agent, if I was responsible for all of the above, um, even if it was just in terms of uh, communication, let alone the actual duties themselves, I feel stressed and overwhelmed just thinking about it, right? The fact that you've created three swim lanes um, and that they're very clearly defined and and they're not blurred um, and not only do, do each team member own the duties within that lane, they also own the communication to the client within that lane I think is brilliant. So good for you, Jess. Yeah, I think it was very, I, I heard um, many years ago someone say that in order to succeed, you had to be like the CEO of that own role. And that was something I remember a couple of years ago when we sat down in a team, we came back in January, um, you know, fresh start. And we said, look, I said, this is what we want to do. I said, I want you guys to be the CEOs of your own roles. And, and they have, they've just owned that completely. We never have any conversations around crossover. We never have any sort of disagreements around things that have been missed or not done because everybody is just so clear around what they need to do. Um, And it's also quite refreshing because um, our vendors know that as well. I have many clients that might want to add a photo. I I had a block of land the other day and the owner 
I spoke to him on the phone on a Monday and he said, oh, I just want to let you know I've sent JD a, um, you know, a new lifestyle photo. I, I've asked her to add it to the advertising. And he didn't even send that to me because he knew that that was her role and that's what she was responsible for. Um, so it, it makes it very clear for me to do the important things that I need to do for them as well. Great. And with your with your either your listing presentation, Jess, or your marketing collateral that goes to the market, whether it's print, DL or social, is it as a team, the three of you? You really yeah, yeah, they're on absolutely everything. I, I think um, once again, I think our industry is a bit show pony like, mm. and um, they, they're so valuable in, in every part of our business and mm. what we do. So yeah, they're on everything. I don't have any photos of myself on anything of just me. I think yeah, JD and Sammy are just as important. Yeah. Now, Jess, as well, you're really supported strongly by the rest of the office and the team. And that's one thing that before we started recording, before we uh, went online and, and had this conversation, Adrian and I were mentioning that, you know, the Bell Conangon Garland office has, has been with us for a number of years now and we're our first official office in the ACT as well. Um, and, you know, you've got some great leaders and mentors that, Everyone is quite open and transparent and can bounce ideas without any kind of uh, risk of um, being made look silly in the office and everyone's striving to achieve the same goals. I think that's something that's unique as well uh, for a brand and for a tight-knit office. Is that something that you guys really um, share ideas and bounce ideas around the office? Yeah, definitely. Like we're a completely open plan office. There's um, almost 30 of us in here, including our property management team. Um, And it's it's really like one big family. Like if I'm not in the office and Sammy's on the phone, um, Justin, our director, will have or, or Craig, our director, will have no problem in sort of jumping in and saying, you know, Sam, maybe you could have worded that differently. Um, even JD from an admin, you know, point of view, she's very heavily supported by Susie, our general manager in here, if she ever needs anything. Um, right through to reception, you know, we're not completely sectioned off in our teams we're one big group and uh, we work with Nat and Jace um, in here as well they're another couple that sit next to us and you know I was talking to Nat even on Friday around you know a listing that she's trying to get and how we can help and maybe we could do this and she sort of asked the question out loud and I think six of us were all sort of standing up saying oh have you sent this or maybe we could do this or you sent them recent sales and I think as an office it's about trying to secure business um we don't ever have any arguments around in here around crossover or it's to us it's just long as our office and our brand um, can help these people as much as we can that's what's important yeah. so yeah it's a, it's a really um open plan you know, well communicated sort of thing. And and just just with the McGrath brand itself, you know, obviously our clients are the beneficiaries of a lot of our marketing initiatives and and te- technology. But from from your point of view, running an EBU and being uh, quite a prolific agent in within the brand, what do you see as the obvious benefits that that your competitors can't offer either you or your clients? Um, I think the biggest thing with us is experience. Um, we've been here just on 10 years, I think. We and we were one of the leading agencies to open up in Gungahlin 10 years ago. Like I said, the oldest homes here are only 20 years old. So for us to, to start our brand here, we've really grown with our community as it's grown. There's almost 80,000 people that live in our region now. Um, when we started, it was only about 15,000. So um, <laughs> we've definitely grown with the community. I think that's something that they've responded to quite well um, and just being a part of that. Where we are at the moment, we're situated right in the town centre as well too. So 
we're always around, you know, a lot of us live in our region where we work, you know, we go to the gym here, we eat here, we buy coffee here. It's, it's all about sort of that local, you know, supporting local. And I think they've supported us back as well. Um, and that being supported by a beautiful brand, it, it's sort of, it's just matched up so nicely. So yeah, we're, it's, um, it's done well. What are you utilising in particular with the brand, Jess, to help your business grow but in terms of our, our coaching, training or technology? What, what do you use and digest as part of the platform that we offer? Oh, I think our marketing, there's, I think one of the things that can happen in this industry is everything can become, um, you know, very outdated and very stale very quickly. Um, any time where, you know, I think McGrath's just so innovative. So anytime we're thinking about, oh, maybe we could change something almost that week, head office is sending down, here's something new. This is what we could do here. Here's new branding. Here's new this. Here's new little vids. So um, it's like we, we never have to create anything, if that, if that makes sense. We're always supported by the best stuff, which is good. Yeah, which is something that we always hear that, you know, most businesses that are successful in this day and age, they're all about their clients, which for us, uh, Adrian, working out of head office, it's our, it's our network that we work with and, and they really strive to make it easy to do business. And I think if you roll that down, it starts with the top and goes all the way down. Jess's mm-hmm. team is essentially doing exactly that in her market. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making it easy to do business. They know who to talk to. They know what's happening. They know the process. And so they're allowing the human element to come uh, almost to the top and, and actually go, you know what, what do you need? How can we help you uh, achieve your property goals as opposed to um, going through the process and not hearing from anyone for a couple of weeks? Hey, Jess, one final thing. Now, you were really highly rated uh, recently at being at ARIC only a couple of years ago when you were on stage. Uh, when next can we look forward to you getting back in the speaking circle? Oh, don't do that to me, <laughs> What's um, next? Tell me, tell me, because you're active on social, you're building a phenomenal brand, Brand, you've got a great team. What else can we expect? Um, oh, we're, we're just really loving what we're doing. We've got some really great relationships that we've spent a lot of time growing this year with our schools. Um, I've always been really passionate about doing some stuff back in our communities or two here. So um, we've we've got uh, two schools that we work with. Um, one's a, the it's actually the largest school in ACT. It's in Amaru, um, and we go and meet with their teachers every week, and then we meet with the college as well too. So um, we're yeah, the light rail's all finished here now. So I think for us this year is all about our community and, and giving back where we can. Um, it's one of the things that we love doing a lot. And Gungalan, our region, such a young demographic too. So there's a lot of kids, a lot of families. Um, and I think we just want to want to try and focus on that as much as we can this year. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> so well, Jess, hey, listen, I just want to thank you because I know that you're busy. Uh, we've kind of just been chatting for just over 20 minutes now and it seems like it's really just started the conversation. Yeah. Adrian, final thoughts before we let Jess go. Oh, look, I'm just so excited for Jess. I mean, she's 29 years of age. She's selling 70 properties a year. She's probably uh, looking towards, you know, close to 100 for this um, a financial year that's just about to start. She's got two great uh, people on her team, very specialised, very focused and very, very much defined around their roles. Um, she's got the rest of her career in front of her. She's highly focused on listing and selling, so that's her highest and best use. She's got a very clear plan. She's a big supporter of the brand and therefore it's not a coincidence we're a big supporter of her. Um, you know, I just think there's such exciting times ahead for her in, in a marketplace frankly which I think has got plenty of upside 
uh, it's a very exciting geog- part, you know, piece of geography for Australia. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one of the best ambassadors for our brand going around. If anyone wants to connect with Jess online, just make sure you search her name out on Instagram. Uh, that's probably the one that I follow you most on, Jess. Uh, and keep up to date with everything that is happening on this podcast, Adrian. Just simply visit the iTunes store, rate us five stars, give us your thoughts, give us your feedback. Send, continue to send in your questions because we want to continue interviewing the very best of McGrath um, and making sure that their, show, their story is shared around the grounds because there's some phenomenal people doing some phenomenal work, Adrian, and we'll continue to interview them on this podcast. Jess, thank you so much. We can't appreciate uh, and thank you enough for the time you've taken to be on this podcast. Listeners, next week we are back with another episode with another top performer, so keep a, uh, your ear to the ground and a listen out. It's going to be all over Instagram and iTunes. Until next week, thanks so much for listening. Jess, thank you again. AB, we'll see you around the grounds.